Welcome again to the Ken Pierpont Story Podcast. We're on Chapter 4 uh, today in the podcast, Lessons from the Porch. Chapter 4 is D. Duke's Story. Last August, God began to work in my heart, bringing me to deep conviction about devoting myself to prayer in the same way I've devoted myself to the ministry of the Word for the last 36 years. Using the Word, the inner voice of the Spirit, and divinely arranged circumstances, God began to move me to devote myself to pray for each member and each regular attender every week. And this would mean that ministry for me would really change in a significant way. Here were the lessons God was teaching me beginning on that summer evening on the porch. One, devote yourself to prayer in the same way you've devoted yourself to the ministry of the word. Two, pray for every member and every attender every week. Three, make prayer for the people a priority. If you don't pray for people, you aren't really their pastor. Don't preach to people you haven't prayed for. A friend gave me the name of a pastor in Oregon who had experienced a remarkable working of God in his church. His name is D. Duke. He had started the church, but he had been through three church splits. He was raised on a dairy farm, and he knew the importance of hard work. He worked hard, and every time he got the church back up to about 200 in attendance, it would split and drop back to 100. No matter how hard he worked, he could not see the church grow beyond 200. He was so discouraged. He was defeated. He was determined to quit the ministry. About this time, he was invited to a meeting in Cannon Beach, Oregon, at a Bible conference center on the Pacific coast of Oregon. The meeting was organized by Joe Aldrich, then the president of Multnomah School of the Bible. He didn't have enough money to attend, but he was offered a scholarship. Cannon Beach is just a few miles south of where our daughter and her husband Jesse live. And our daughter Hope is currently in Bible college there. It's a beautiful place. Pastor Duke had said to himself, I'll go to that conference. That way I can walk the beach, I can eat the food, but I'm going to skip the sessions. (laughs) When he got to the conference, he felt obligated to attend at least the first session of the conference. During that first session, God began to show him why he had been defeated in ministry. His pastoral life was revolutionized by what he was learning about prayer. He returned to his church and he began to emphasize prayer, and God began to bless. The spirit of the church was transformed through prayer. The church grew to over 1,000. Now they have started churches in Oregon and over 20 churches in Africa. Pastor Duke told the story of his dad, who was a farmer and a faithful church attender, though he wasn't the believer until late in his life. His dad, during the service every week, would methodically fold his offering and faithfully drop it in the plate when the offering plate was passed at the end of the service. He was a consistent and faithful giver, but he only gave $1 a week. If you ask him if he was a giver, he would honestly say, yes, I give every week and I give a consistent amount. I'm a regular faithful giver. What's wrong with that picture? It's simple. He didn't give enough. Most of us pray. We may even pray faithfully and we may pray often, but like D. Duke's dad, we just don't pray enough and we don't pray frequently and we don't pray faithfully. We don't pray fervently. If you read the prayers of the Bible, You see that men and women of God took prayer seriously. Daniel, Nehemiah, Paul, Jesus, they made prayer a priority. They prayed frequently. They prayed faithfully. They prayed fervently. If you only give a dollar a week, unless you only make $10 a week, you're not a faithful giver. 
If you only pray when it comes to mind and before you eat, you're not a faithful prayer. You cannot say you're devoted to prayer unless you pray more than that. After my conversation with Pastor Duke, I went online and listened to some of his messages on prayer, and I decided to take action and make some significant changes in the way I do ministry. I began to pray faithfully for every member and every attender. Paul said, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. We may work, we may plant, we may plan and cultivate and water, but it's only God who can give an increase, and he gives increase when we pray. I noticed that as I prayed for each of the people every day, I began to have a greater burden and a greater connection and a greater involvement in their lives. I began to know the state of the flock better than ever. I began to take more interest in each person, in each family, in each child. Ministry ideas would come to mind. And as I prepared my messages, their circumstances would naturally come to me in the form of powerful and pointed applications in my preaching to help the heart of each of those who listen to me every week. I began to encourage other pastors, deacons, teachers, and small group leaders to devote themselves to prayer for those who are under their care. I began to challenge the people to create a detailed list of all their neighbors and friends who didn't yet know the Lord and, and begin to faithfully pray for them. I had a strong sense that God was in this. I asked him for a token, a confirmation that this was the way he wanted me to approach ministry. And before the week passed, he gave me a powerful confirmation. That will be in the next lesson. But for now, remember lesson four, pray more.